Hey there, I'm Tatsu. And I'm Jeff. And this is Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. Where we buck the fear-based narrative and explore topics in a fun and unique way. All in service of personal growth. Welcome to this week's episode of Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. I am your co-host Jeff. And I'm Tatsu. And we were super thrilled to bring the topic for this week, family. Oh, yeah. La familia. Oh, yeah. All kinds of dynamics around this one. I know. I think at least one person stopped listening. <laughs> Already. That might be a record for us. Yeah. All right. So first, first impressions, first thoughts, family. First thoughts, my mom, dad, and brother and sister, my immediate family. I don't have any extended family here in the U.S. Uh, aside from like a second cousin. Uh, but other than that, it was pretty much the five of us growing up Southern California all along. Um, birthday parties. A lot of it was just us and maybe a few few friends from either school or the neighborhood. And uh, just pretty much playing with each other and fighting with each other, sibling-wise. Uh, pretty, I would say, pretty, pretty good experience with family growing up as a kid. Yeah. Um, I I I only have, for the most part, good memories of 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 my family and. Um, relatively peaceful and, um, yeah, happy, happy childhood. What about you? What, what, what comes to mind when you initially think about family? Um, probably my immediate family now, uh, my wife and three kids, um, and probably like chaos. This is what usually goes down around here. Um, then when I think about my family, I think about my friends, um, cause I was pretty much raised an only child, uh, mom and dad, and you know, they were working and I was always playing sports. So I was always around other friends and, um, we always would take a friend with me on like family vacations and such. And so I grew up kind of having my close friends that I grew up with as family. Um, and that's just kind of what I knew. Um, didn't really grow up knowing any extended cousins, uh, one uncle essentially for a little bit. I think he passed away when I was 10 though. So for the most part, it was essentially my friends and then my mom and dad. Um, and then, you know, obviously we've got, you know, my wife and my three kids, but also like as an adult, I think because of that, of how I had, you know, non quote unquote blood family relatives as family. Mm -hmm. I, I have treated that with other folks like yourself, mm -hmm. uncle Tatsu. Uh, yeah. From another mother. There we go. And you know, people have always said, I look Asian, so maybe there's something too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I've always kind of adopted that. Uh, I welcome that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't have any bad, uh, really, I don't have any like negative association with family. 
Um, I know like there's a lot of people where they're like, you spend a lot of time with your family or you vacation with like your in-laws and brother-in-law. I'm like, yeah, like I do. Like, and I, I just like a lot of people don't have that. Mm-hmm. I look at it as like, yeah, like we're different and we don't always like see eye to eye per se, but it never, never is to a point where we don't enjoy hanging out. Mm-hmm. I I remember going on family trips when I was a lot younger, elementary school, maybe going into junior high school too, where I would like rather, there were some trips where I'd rather be hanging out with my friends than to go on these like road trips with family, right? Um, And I don't know, I don't know what that was about. Maybe I was bored hanging out with these people every day, day in, day out. But now is different. Now I would look forward to it. But at the same time, it's because I don't see, I don't see them as often. Right. And then now there's more, my wife, I'm my uncle now, so there's more kids in the picture. Um, but that's, that's a weird thing for me. I, I guess that the appreciation wasn't there. It was just like a given. These people are there. I live in this, in the house with them. And it was just a given thing and appreciation of, I, I appreciated who they were and I love them, but the time that I had to spend with them, I guess I didn't appreciate that as much, um, as I do now. Yeah. Well, I was, I was there 100%. Like I never wanted to hang out with my family. <laughs> I was always like having friends over. Now I would hang out with them and maybe watch a basketball game with a buddy and my dad or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was never trying to hang out with my family. Like I was like in the room with my door closed, hanging out with friends as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I think I, I want to say that's somewhat normal. Like my kids are like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I always might do a whole bunch of stuff and like, ah, we're good. Or I'm going to go hang out with someone. So, um, I think that's part of probably to your point, like we're always around. So they actually like don't look at that as like extra value where their friends maybe like, oh, like they're home. Let me go play with them. I think that's probably part of being a kid. Um, but family, I think, and and I'll use the term family just in general. Like when you think of like family, extended family, like I also think of that kind of synonymous as like your your people or your tribe. What about you? Does that resonate? To a certain extent, I would say. I think there's like, a, and I think it's cultural as well. There's a certain like base understanding that you're like supposed to be a cohesive unit and you support each other and you look out for each other. Right. But I don't know if it goes beyond just like the survival basic stuff Mm. because now like the way I think is completely different from the way I used to think, right? My whole, my belief system, a lot of my values are, are, are still the same. Yeah. But my, my system of beliefs and my vision for, for my life and the future and the world and all that kind of stuff isn't necessarily what, um, I don't know if my whole family really understands that. No. Now, 
it's my responsibility to to share that with them if they wanted to learn. But if they're not asking, then I'm, then they they're not knowing, and they're not understanding, right? So from that survival base understanding of we're we're, we're a unit and we support each other as as much as we can, I think that's still there. But my family, the definition of family has definitely expanded because I have my, my views have changed of the world and the people that I brought into my life have changed mm -hmm. as well. You know, so it's like, uh, it's like my, I, the family I was born into originally by blood. And then now there's a, there's an extended family, but it's not like cousins and stuff. This is, this is another family that I was kind of born into, but more on like a, like a, a mental, spiritual level. Mm. How about you? Yeah, I would agree. And there's certain things I could bring to like my mom or I guess my in-laws that I wouldn't necessarily bring to someone else. And there's a capacity and alignment of values um, but also expertise, right? Depending on what I'm talking about. Um, I think, you know, especially in the world we swim in with coaching and colleagues and mentors, um, that's, I it's normal for us, right? Like we're going to probably bring something to maybe our coach or mentor prior, and then maybe bring that to person X or person Y, but maybe not person Z. Maybe we're going to bring person Z something totally different to seek support on or to connect around. Um, I think that also comes with like knowing ourselves more and knowing what we want from these relationships mm -hmm. that we call family. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Um, and it's interesting, right? Cause like we, we are, we're all making it up. Like it's not like we can't, but it's, it, to me, it's like, all right, we've got these people in our lives we really count on and we seek for counsel and advice and support, and we might give some as well. But I think the fact that, like, for me, like, family means, like, there's nothing you can do that could break the box. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Not like they would not be happy about something, but, like, you can clean it up and get back into a relationship where I feel like uh, acquaintances and friends even, um, you can like damage and tarnish that relationship. There's a higher level of commitment there. Yeah, that, that's a really interesting thing to think about because when it comes to like blood, right? You're not gonna, you can't break that bond, so to speak. We can't break that bond. We were, we're, we're blood related. Yet it's still a concept, right? Yeah, of course you could break the bond if they're completely out of alignment with who we are, and come and our values are completely off. Why wouldn't we break the bond? Even if we say, "Yeah, we're breaking the bond. We're not brothers anymore," but then there's that blood connection. There's still going to be some kind of connection, right? It's kind of weird, right? Oh. Whereas, whereas we we meet these people, meet someone later in life who's completely. Uh, aligned values, beliefs, you know, all these things, goals, all that kind of stuff, and not being able to break that bond, right? 
it's kind of a weird thing. It's like, uh, and I don't know where that came from. Is it conditioning? Maybe, maybe it's just natural to be born into a family and think that that blood is thicker than water. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that. Um, I don't have that actually. Like I have a half sister. Yeah. We are not connected. Mm. Mm. That bond was broken and that bond is not going to be repaired. And I never really looked at cousins as blood. There was like, you know, blood relatives. I never considered them family. Mm -hmm. So I think I was like, actually like I was the opposite. I was like, friends are more important than family. Mm. Just because that, I mean, obviously not my parents, but I didn't have anyone else. Mm. It was almost like a survival. Like I created a, a sense of like really close friends. They were like brothers. And ironically, like we're not that close as we want for. But for a long time, we were. And, you know, I think when I got a little older and went through some hardships, I started to kind of see natural evolution of life. And friends do naturally gravitate towards their own thing. They move or they, they have kids. They don't have kids, right? It becomes more of like similarities in like current life circumstance than like where you grew up. And remember where we grew up, though we were friends with those friends because of circumstance. We were in the same schools, we lived in the same neighborhoods, we may have played the same sports. So it was all circumstantial in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, and it wasn't until like, you know, I was in some rough spots that like I ended up having my parents tattooed their faces tattooed on my chest. And realize, like, hey, these were the only people. Towns got really tough that were actually there for me. Mm. It happened to be my parents, but it could have been France. Right. It wasn't though. Right. Right. And 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 a lot of that was like I didn't allow it. Right. But that was the facts, at least as it you know when I was twenty two years old. Right. Uh, but yeah, like. I don't actually look at like my blood half sister as family. Wait, wait. Yeah, that's that's super cool to to see that because mine was different. Mine was the blood thing, and then you know, when the sun goes down, everyone goes to their respective houses, and that's where they're quote unquote family is and that's where their the their deepest ties are. Oh. But yet, you know, there's a lot of stories around like families just not getting along or these family even like a lot of the comedians talk about these cookouts and stuff and these picnics and then oh that that uncle that that everybody doesn't understand and he was always making a mess or, you know, like that family member you don't want to talk to. Like it's like I didn't get to experience that because you know, we just had such a small fam, uh, uh, media family here, yeah. but it's like, it's, it's become a joke where, all right, there's people you don't really want to hang out with, but then you force yourself to do it because, because of blood relationship, you know, I don't know. This doesn't make sense to me, you know? Yeah. And it happens a ton. What do you, what do you think's people's biggest challenge when it comes to like their relationship with family. Um, I think there's a lot of, uh, judgment around 
um, expe- well, expectations, judgments, um, a lot of finger pointing, um, probably going on on the surface. That's a distraction, mm. a d- distraction away from like what's really going on, which is inside the self. Um, I mean, it starts off when we know when we're kids fighting over stuff or, you know, well, not like not being able to do what we want to do, but our parents tell us to do something and we don't know why. And, you know, it's all so like, there's a lot of misunderstanding, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it ultimately comes down to not knowing ourselves. And when we, when we get, especially like families, like who really, really truly plans to a T when a family is started and, you know, have it go exactly how they want it to go and plan it. It doesn't happen that way. So then all this stuff starts happening and then it becomes like a distraction and, you know, chaos here and there. And, and then now all of our focus is outside of ourselves and we kind of just keep it, keep it going and stay alive and try to make the best of it. Um, without having that introspective, uh, look, uh, or giving ourselves enough time to re- really reflect on what's going on and how we're growing from it. And I, I, and Matt, the more family members you add, the more chaos, the more distraction, uh, I could just pile up real quick. Right. Um, what do you, what do you think, man? Yeah, I definitely like the, you know, personal responsibility and like knowing yourself um and and 100 the expectations versus reality and the judgment right like that's huge mm. like i see that a lot with my kids right like i am this therefore they should be that mm. it's like innate in us right it's like the made up yeah. narrative right um and I, I think like holding on to the past mm. Yep. That's a big thing. Yeah. I, I think until we're parents, we don't necessarily like realize like how we're all making this parenting thing up as we go. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no real playbook. <laughs> it's a little more ad hoc and experimental. Um, and then like looking at, looking at everyone like as their best self versus like who they can be or prone to be, mm. um, I think it's big, you know? Yeah. I'll be certain things that we would call negatives, mm-hmm. but we're not innately those things, right? Right. Just patterns. Yeah. So I think family, especially because our guard is down, our walls are down. We look at ourselves and others like with the, as the patterns instead of like who we actually are innately. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think that that gets a little rough year over year. I think that's what, like a lot of the fighting and the disagreements come from. Mm-hmm. And as we get older, I think we start realizing this, right? We become a little bit more evolved and have this thing called perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be like a cool gift. I think it's like I was a kid and I got that gift to look at people through who they are, not what they can do or who they can be based on reactions. That'd be pretty cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Like when you when you think about just human history and how much like destruction and and chaos we went through and with with wars and and strife going on we we really didn't have a lot of time to be introspective right it's always like just trying to survive and live and do the best we could and like you said the patterns those patterns have been going on for centuries right and but now at least here here in this country and a lot of the western world there is a lot of of, of freedom and room to breathe at least a little more time a little more time to reflect right so it's like thinking about the families of the future even like the human the human family right it's like how how do we stop the patterns that are destructive that aren't really serving maybe first our ourselves and then our immediate family and then you know globally like how do we how do we stop that and at least slow it down nice i like that yeah it's crazy man it's crazy because we're there's a lot of the patterns that are going on this in in, in multiple homes across the world like similar patterns yeah <laughs> The blame game, fighting, you know. But I think that that's part of that's part of like growing. You're as kids, we grow in. We were born into this world. We don't have a little very extended, deep consciousness, right? Or or or, or a whole bunch of self awareness that we could reflect on. We're just reacting a lot of the time. We're just absorbing. Um. But how do we? I mean, if, if that's even important, how do we? teach kids to have a little bit more self uh, self-awareness you know which you're doing not a lot lot on right now we we're just having a conversation about this early yeah and i think it starts with it starts with the parents yeah right i think kids are very smart with behavioral awareness like they're watching parents mm. parents are watching themselves Mm-hmm. Well, they'll pick up on things now emulate certain things I think that's why like my parents always tell like be careful what shows you watch or people you hang around because you emulate them and we see it like we see it with our kids they're watching something like you didn't know that word or you didn't know the context of that word and all of a sudden they're using that word and uh, yeah we're starting it with our own kids we're, we're attempting to create habits for them that we have and want to have for ourselves. Um, and, you know, they, I think they need a little bit more fun embedded initially than we need, but it's always nice to have more fun, make it more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But it's, we got to start with ourselves. Like, I think it all starts with us mm-hmm. individuals and then modeling that kind of thing, right? If we had more understanding and more empathy and we're having more conversations they might approach things with that kind of mindset and other families would do that right and then when there's issues at school or among sports teams or in the neighborhoods then everybody would probably deploy similar tasks with empathy and 
conversations, right? Um, which would be cool. Yeah, I think that's awesome, man. That that's that's awesome that that thing that you're doing right now, creating those habits with them. I think, um, and it gets it gets a little bit challenging when like maybe one kid will, will, will won't take it on and the others will right and the others are trying and then is all it takes is this one to disrupt it and then the others are back back on the the the, the train ride again right or the, the roller coaster ride again right yeah <laughs> no doubt and 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 i think what's in that you know, we have that thing where we get to choose, right? Like as parents, as kids, as humans on this planet, we get to choose. Okay, person on my left is doing that. Person on my right is doing this. We get to choose the narrative we are making that mean, and we get to choose how we want to respond. And I think that's what makes this stuff fun. Like, I think there's a lot of things with comparison that, you know, it can be a slippery slope, but like, it's going to be in our face, right? Natural human instinct is to compare. Okay. Well, we don't have to make that mean anything. We can just notice. Okay. Tatsu has hair. Jet doesn't have hair. We don't have to like fill in the, and that means X. Right. But we can say, okay, cool. That's good for them. And I'm going to do this. Right. I think, that's the thing to look at is, hey, can we notice what's going on? Can we be more aware and more self-aware and can we choose? And when it comes to family, I think I see a lot of people at effect of how it's gone versus taking that into account because it's not make believe land. So need to do that. And then choosing. Mm. You know, we don't have to actually have that always be the narrative. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, that that's why it's. I think it's a it's a constant personal challenge of, because everyone's got their limit of patience, and everyone wh- wh- whatever that limit is, it's going to get pushed to that limit at some point, right? Yep. And then once the parents go down, it's over. <laughs> it's like, and then if the last parent standing is is the last hope, but once that last parent goes down, it's over. Everyone's on that ride. <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I mean, again, even if you're talking about like your friend family, right? Like we get to say how it goes and there could be an opportunity to support, right? Maybe you see someone struggling within that family dynamic and then you step up like, oh, cool. I get to support that now. Cool. Yeah. It's who's going to be, who's going to be that, that pillar. And if, if even, you know, if, if a kid ends up stepping up and say hey why is everybody yelling at each other to snap the parents out of it right that's awesome but it's like is someone going to step up all the time not all the time you know but if you get to a place where at least one of the kids are are very 
observant and, and they do say something that maybe you guys were, were, were teaching them all along, then the parents were teaching them all along, then, oh, wow, that's, that's really amazing. Right. Right. But yeah, I agree, man. And again, it comes down to like, I think that choice and, and who do we want to show up as, whether it's in our direct family unit or in our work family or our friends family or however we define it. So when we look at, you know, people in their relationship to family and whatever that they make that mean or how they label it, what do you think is something they could take on to support themselves? I would say for them to first look at themselves and to define what kind of family member they want to become, mm. their ideal place in the family, whether brother, sister, you know, wife, husband, daughter, all of, all of those things. And what's, what's the ideal vision of that and to, and to write that down. How about you? Uh, I think it'd be to let go of the past, like mm -hmm. I'd write down or type or whatever, like all the complaints and all the things, you know, you, you have, or are holding feelings around family and write it all down and spend some time with it and get it all out and burn it, shred it, throw it in the trash. Just don't hit a family member with it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just let it go. And, and then from that place, like something like you said, right? Like choose, create a vision and live from that vision. Yeah, man. Uh, we, 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 we love to hold on to memories. We humans that we do, <laughs> but we got to let that go. Got to let that stuff go, man. Let it go. It's like dead weight. Exactly. Exactly. Oh man. Another good episode in the books. I <clears throat> hope all listeners got some value. Uh, where can they reach us? They want to connect with us. Please hit us up on all streaming platforms um you can find all of our links in the show notes hit us up on social media tag us like us support us share us um please send in your comments we we, we love to hear from you and as always any any topics you'd like us to to explore we'd love to hear from you awesome awesome all right man well until the next one cool man see you next one Thank you for checking out this episode of Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. And if you got some value today, please subscribe and share, and we'll see you on the next one.